Welcome to Am I Hunting Podcast. This week, I am joined by a very special guest, my sister, Ashley, who's going on her very first turkey hunt. All right, so this is actually going to be a first. You are my very first interview slash guest. You're my sister. What do you think? I'm excited and nervous. I'm very proud of my brother, Ty. <laughs> proud? Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we're here tonight. We've uh, got a few drinks in us already. And we've got, uh, we just cracked open the bottle of wild turkey in preparation for turkey season finally opening up for us. So we were trying to do this. Uh, well, yesterday night or last night, but then miscommunication on the sick kid, and then my kid decided to be sick for the night. So neither of us have been able to go out yet. So this is day two of the season, but yet our first night or first day to be able to go out tomorrow. Uh, did some scouting what? and. And unfortunately, uh, all the areas that I've scouted before that had birds, they seem to be all gone now. So we had a decision to make on whether we were going to go go hunt the farm, which has been known for uh, you know a strut area. You know, turkeys usually aren't roosting on the property, or um, you know, typically not there first thing in the morning. But they usually show up usually around that ten o'clock time. Those times are looking for, you know, those lone hens that may have not nested yet. And they're usually just cruising. But the downfalls in, we're a little limited on, um, you know, where we can hunt. So basically any of the turkeys that come in, they have to come to us. We can't really go to them. So you've actually opted for us to try the state land. Correct. So. Yeah, we're going to get a little rain inside afternoon yeah it looks like the rain is probably gonna start probably right around one o'clock but by about three o'clock it's definitely gonna be raining so we'll certainly be limited just the morning so if we don't get anything early in the morning if we don't hear anything especially then we do have the option to be able to just pack up drive around and see if we can't find any birds or try to find some other areas where we might think they are and hopefully uh, do some locator calls and maybe find one. Um, it's kind of, I've learned with this area that it's actually um, not the best habitat for turkeys, um, at least uh, in regards to a lot of numbers of turkeys. So um, it may be some tough hunting if we can't get on them early. Sure. I'm excited though. Um, I have this, obviously is going to be my first turkey hunt so i can't wait to learn more and we can both grow in our turkey hunting skills right yeah because i've certainly have not been a uh, serious turkey hunter in the past i've gone out the past this will be my fourth year now but even the other times have been you know quick hunts basically so uh, never really took it seriously. This is actually the first year I've actually done significant scouting or prep work for it. So, but with this being your very first, kind of what are you feeling? What are you thinking? Are you 
nervous about the experience or are you, you know, just excited or what are you thinking? I am excited. I think the last time I shot the shotgun though was when I was younger and it pretty much took out my shoulder. I was like, dad, I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) Um, But I've shot rifles since then and yeah, I'm, I'm older now and can handle it but um yeah i can't wait i love being outside i love seeing all of um what nature has to offer and yeah it's just gonna be a good experience i don't know so yeah so because you actually went out you've gone bird hunting with that in the past haven't you i have yep yeah Uh now do you remember what was it did he have you used the 12 gauge or was he having used the 20 gauge I don't remember. I wish I could. Yeah, I remember the dogs um, having our English setters, right? Yep. Yeah, our English yeah, setters. Yeah. Um, it was so fun. They would point them out for us. And, um, yeah, I don't remember a whole lot. Just the pictures that we have of having the birds after we harvested them. Yeah. 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 I've got a couple memories where I do remember we were over at the Martins Field mm-hmm. and Dad was tossing up a coffee can for you to try shooting at. I don't, again, I don't remember what he was having to use either. I can imagine he was probably having to use the 12 gauge. So. Yeah. I, I'm fairly certain that's probably what it was. <laughs> but yeah, no, I remember that. And then I do remember there was one day that you guys did come back and you did have a few birds. I don't even remember what you had. I don't know if it was grouse or. Partridge? Maybe partridge. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were really big in the partridge hunt mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. So yeah. So that was that really one of your first uh, hunts that you actually participated in the hunt. Then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because before I would just go and sit with deer hunting. Um, yeah. So that was the first time I carried the gun, and it was shortly after I took hunter safety. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what dog we had back then was that duke? duke that was duke yeah yeah okay all right yeah, and then one of the puppies from blue that we had she yeah had a big litter i think was it 12 pups she had yeah again i i don't really remember but i do remember having the pictures and like the the, the photo book of all the pups and yeah but yeah i don't like i don't remember blue no oh my gosh yeah, she's a good girl. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he still tells the story about how, like, he, dad would tell her it's time to go home, and she and she'd take off, and Uncle Mike would be like, "Where's she going? Oh, she's gonna be waiting for us at the car." Yeah. No. Oh yeah, yeah. And sure enough, she'd be sitting on the hood, waiting for him. So. Yeah. So yeah. So you, um, so you sat with dad then, um, for what? deer season or firearm season then yeah yep he would um take me out for firearm season and again it was a hunt that we did actually this one um the best story that i can remember of hunting early on with dad is we went back out on state land um we ty and i were lucky enough to grow up with thousands of acres of state land right um near us so yeah, that was, it was basically our back door or our backyard yeah yeah um so dad and i one morning got up for an early hunt in the dark and walked back 
and sat and um, it was just a, a ground blind that we had made out of sticks and logs and stuff and um, so we were sitting there and some does came in a couple does and all I remember is my dad getting his gun ready and pulling it up and me plugging my ears and and him harvesting the doe and um, we waited just a little while for the doe to settle down and then um, went and took care of it and started gutting it out. And I was helping the best I could. <laughs> I, I must have been 10 years old. I know because I bet, I mean, I have no recollection of you ever really going out um, and sitting with that ever. So that was certainly well past when I can remember for sure. So you were a youngster and I was, I think it was 10, nine or 10 probably. So, um, at that point, our grandpa um, was living with us, and so he must have heard the gunshot. And I remember seeing my grandpa coming, walking through the woods, and he barely said a word to my dad, just walked over to the deer and um, took out his buck knife and cut out the liver and put the liver in the coat pocket of his jacket <laughs> and like said bye to dad and like gave me a wink and bye and he was back off to the house so i was like just like what he just put yeah. the liver in his coat pocket um and i probably didn't even know it was the liver at that point but thinking back it must have been yeah oh yeah because so. dad said that he grandpa always loved getting the liver meat in the heart yeah <laughs> which he actually got after me uh, the one time I was trying to harvest the organs. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, I was going through and I was like, oh, I was going to get the liver and heart. And he's, and he's like, don't get that crab. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so I, probably because he, he never liked liver or anything like that either. And so, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's, didn't even help drag him, drag the deer out, did he? No, no. He just came, wanted <laughs> that liver. Okay, bye guys. <laughs> Went walked back up to the house. Yeah, I know. I, one one of these times, I'm gonna try to get Dad to come on and tell stories about Grandpa. That'd be perfect. Because yeah, they were his stories are so. It's almost to the point like it's hard to believe if he if this is some of the stuff he really did. Because they're they're kind of out there sometimes. Yeah, you're you're going to have to give more space in between these seats because I'm sitting pretty close to you, but my. Our dad gets pretty animated when he tells these stories, so you're gonna want more room. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's when true. It has to do with um, Grandpa's army stories. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He'll probably be grabbing onto me he when, will. when he tells that story with the French officers yeah. and everything like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. From what from what Dad has told us, Grandpa was one heck of a hunter, but also one heck of a violator as well. Yes, a little bit. Yeah, so definitely it's a different time yeah. where the rules didn't apply to when they were hungry, so mm -hmm. they they harvested what they needed to. Yeah. But yeah, so now, how often did that take you out to the Comish farm then? I remember um, a few opening days sitting on five-gallon buckets um, with snow just kind of wrapping around us as it was blowing and snowing. And out. that was before you built the blind then too, oh, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You had all the like car parts and wood wood piles around you. Behind wood. You know, yeah. Just random pieces of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, very cold, but just happy to be out there in the woods with our dad. Yeah. So... Did you ever do any rifle hunting then before just recently in these past few years? I didn't, no. Um, 
um, I don't know. I was just intimidated by rifles for some reason. I think just that early on. Yeah. Getting plunked with a, a, a firearm and I don't know. But yeah. now I am respectful of firearms and um, feel comfortable. Ty has helped me so much with that, <laughs> going out to the range and shooting and shooting and shooting. Um, so it's been helpful. Um, but yeah, when I was younger, I loved um, archery practice like that is what we did we yeah the ladder against the roof of the garage climbed up onto the roof of up the on the roof yep and shot arrow after arrow after arrow into the hay bales so, yep um that was our thing so i definitely loved bow hunting um when i was younger but again never successful and yeah i have never harvested a deer yeah so oh no i, I mean uh, same thing i mean that first year of me hunting with a rifle mm-hmm. i got those two and then yeah, it was a it was a thirteen year dry spell without a deer. I mean, there's probably I mean, I don't think there was a year there might have been a couple of years I didn't hunt at all, but I at least went out for opening day and everything like that and never harvested anything. So what was it? Last year was my very first year of ever harvesting a buck with my bow. Yes. And even though I've been doing that for I mean, seriously, trying to bow hunt for the past five years now six years coming up so yeah i mean it's tough for sure i mean (laughs) they do call it hunting and not i don't even know if we should tell them the story about last year the eight point when i was sitting in the box blind oh you know what that yes it was a legal buck yes but i mean because he was with another one right it was a smaller deer sure yeah four point yeah but by the time you guys realized that they were there, they kind of already had you guys pegged in the blind, didn't they? So, yes. Last year, um, Ty hooked me up with a sweet spot sitting in the box blind during archery season. And um, my son, who is nine years old, was sitting with me, and he was to my right. And Ty told me the deer are going to come from your right, and they're going to come out into the food plot. Sure enough, that's what happened. Um, Rhett, probably, my son's name is Rhett. He probably, two minutes earlier, was eating cheeses yep. from a foil bag. Yep. So sweet and trying to be so quiet eating these cheeses. Um, and then I looked over and here was the buck. He was um, like licking the back of his, um, like grooming himself or something. I don't know. I'm like, oh my gosh. So he wasn't looking at us at that point. So I tapped my son's shoulder and pointed and Rhett just keyed right in on him and kept watching him. And then I think the chair creaked or something. The the deer looked right at the box blind and then um, kind of walked out into the, the food plot very nicely. It was a beautiful eight point. And um, Rhett, my son, decided he was going to wave at this deer, brought his little <laughs> hand up and waved at the buck who was looking right at us. Yep. And um, it was it was just great. The deer was majestic. I loved watching it, the whole thing. <laughs> well, um, well, fortunately for you, despite being teased, you got it all on video. I did, yes. That is the majority of the tease, like, you're supposed to shoot it, not videotape the whole thing. Yeah. No, you know what? I, you know, the same thing. Like you're in the position where you weren't going to shoot that deer. So why even press it and why not, you know, try to capture it. Yeah. So, cause I didn't end up, cause that deer end up 
kind of going out and around you guys and came over on my side because I was essentially hunting over the same field just on the other side. And it did come over to my side. You, you could have shot it. It would have been legal, but it wasn't one that you were wanting to harvest. So, I mean, that's entirely up to you. It's your hunt. So. Sure. And I am like right along with your goals too. You have done a wonderful job down on that property with the food plots and trying to get those deer into a healthy um, herd, like making the herd healthy. And I could just see that if that buck hangs around for next year, he's going to be much nicer, much more fun to watch on the cameras and out in the stand. All right. All right. No, I, and that I'm going to tell you if there is a deer there, that gets your heart pumping that you get all excited for. If you want to take a deer there, take it. Okay. You will not get any judgment from me on, if it was too young of a deer, so, because that's, I mean, there's too much of that anyways. I mean, unfortunately, in, like, social media and stuff, you know, I don't think it's as bad as it has been in the past, but you see a lot of people that, you know, get maybe their first deer or, you know, don't care about, you know, the rack or anything like that. They want a legal deer, they harvest it, and they're perfectly happy with it, and, Unfortunately, there's people out there that will criticize them on the deer that they shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, it depends on where you're at in social media with it and how often you see that, but it does happen. And, you know, I don't know. It's becoming a better, um, you know, message for hunters not to do that to each other Um, because everyone everyone hunts for their own reasons. They have... You know, everyone's at a different skill level. You know, someone that's been hunting for years, and, you know, even, I mean, even with myself that haven't, you know, harvested very many deer, you know, I still, you know, limit myself. Like, I'm not going to shoot a year and a half old deer. You know, it's not because, you know, I want this big, you know, scoring deer, because I understand too that a year and a half old deer is not quite as big as a two year old deer or a three year old deer. Like, I know that I technically get more meat off those older deer. So, yeah, it's, you know, you will not hear me get after you for shooting the wrong deer on the, on the farm. I have the best brother. <laughs> no, and even, it was funny, last time we were out at the farm, like in the apple trees planted, uh, dad actually sounds a little bit more motivated to try to get out and hunt more. Oh, so he, uh, he made a comment that he, uh, he, that I'm catching up to him oh. or that he wants to get caught up to me. I forget which one it was, okay. but. So, which I think that would be awesome to have dad, you know, kill a big old buck. Yeah. Because, like, you've said that he has killed really big bucks in the past, but the only one that he's ever had mounted, you know, I think it it looks like it's about a two-year-old buck, maybe a three-year-old. Sure. But it's it's not a huge rack or anything like that. Oh, and it's just on the felt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, and he, I know he has... um one buck that he got, it was, we always called it the swamp buck. Like it smelled like feeder <laughs> when it was in our yard. Yeah. And, um, it was just a really old, huge buck. I don't know. You're going to have to talk to him about like where the antlers went and that story. But I yeah. Cause the, the only, buck. yeah, the only big antlers I ever got from him were from a shed, um, 
actually they're this uh, matching is from the same buck but from two different years and they're actually almost still symmetrical so it's really interesting that there's two different or two separate years but yet they almost still match each other and they're and that's confident that they're from the same buck because i think another one of their friends that hunted down down in Comish there they i think i think they end up getting it one of the years yeah but again, he tells a story about how they chased it down to the Copemish Swamp and mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Dad being gone late nights helping friends track deer and then um coming back home with a twig in the eye kind of thing. Oh right. Yeah. It was it's that is one interesting thing that I always appreciated that dad was always the one that got called. Yeah. Between all of all the friends, he was always one of the ones that got a phone call. To come find a deer. Tracking, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, he certainly had that in his back pocket to be able always knowing what the deer were doing, where to find them. Yeah, and that probably came down with his dad, just kind of teaching him things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Just being around grandpa. Yeah. But yeah, so, so let's, I guess, fast forward a little bit to the past few years because you've you have gone out uh for firearm season the past couple years and then you just bought a brand new compound bow and that was last year you bought that bow right i did yes Mm -hmm. okay yeah so practice makes perfect yeah and speaking which have you been practicing yet this year not yet i got the bow out of storage it's tight it's may 1st my goodness yeah, the only reason why I just now started practicing is because I ended up um, having some tuning issues with mine, and I had to get the new string put on and everything like that. Um, so yeah, it's just been the past couple of weeks. But if you ask him, it's usually once, like my shooting lane is like free of snow, <laughs> is when I start pulling the bow out and usually start practicing. So it's usually in April when I pull the bow back out and start shooting again. So, but yeah, so hopefully. Tomorrow we have some time to shoot. Yes. Um, before the rain comes, so I might even, you know, encourage that we cut the hunt short just so we can shoot the bows a I little know. bit. That's our thing. <laughs> but yeah. Archery practice. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. So yeah. So we gotta. We need to get you a deer one way or the other this year. So. It's gotta happen. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Um. And then I got back, like I started doing um, the rifle hunts because after my divorce, I was just like, okay, I need a way to feed my family just in case anything happens. I need to do this because before I had always sat with dad or you or my um, ex-husband. So it was just something I need to do now. So now I need to do it this year. This is the year to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that, I am, I'm actually, like, yeah, I want you to be successful, but I am more, I'm more excited to just watch your reaction. Because, I mean, anyone that's ever harvested deer knows that it's a, just an array of emotions that you deal with. And I really want to see, because it's something that it's, you can't explain it. I mean... Like you can be like, I mean, the the ways you can explain it is just like, 
like you're you're super excited i mean you're absolutely pumped like you still have those adrenaline shakes so you're just like halftime you'll be freezing cold and not be like i wasn't cold a minute ago like why am i shivering and freezing right now and then like and then especially if you don't like see the animal go down then there's always the doubt you wonder if you made a good shot you know, you're wondering, you know, hopefully, like, you start playing everything back in your head. So you start doubting yourself. And you pick up the pick up the trail. And then when you finally find it, you're again, you're pumped again. And then there's a little bit of remorse. Yeah. You're thankful. Sure. It's, it's, again, it's something that you have to experience for yourself to truly understand the feeling. Mm-hmm. And I'm super excited for you to experience that. But yeah, so that's definitely the big goal for the year is to get you a deer. Now, if you had a preference, would you rather with your bow or with the firearm? For sure, archery. Yeah? Yeah. There's just something about that archery equipment. It's Even though we got these super high-tech bows, it feels, it feels far more connected than with the firearm. Yeah. Rustic, yeah, for sure. All right, so we certainly got way off topic because we were supposed to talk uh, turkeys. turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely tell what the focus is. Uh-huh. Like, yep, turkeys are fun, but come June first, <laughs> it's deer. Because yeah. June first is food plotting, and then more food plotting, <laughs> scouting. Oh. Practicing archery, getting that bow ready. Working on that little hinge that's sticking in the box blind. <laughs> oh, here we go. Now we're now we're criticizing the oh, no, the construction that's of good box blind warping. It happens. Who, who was no the matter. contractor that built that? Come on now. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, I mean. Half the half of it, like I put it back together, and I was like, "Well, these windows don't shut right. Well, I just better start cutting and adding boards now." Sure. Yeah, <laughs> and that and that's why there's a, a wasp infestation every year. Ah. That was so great, though. When Dad took Bonnie out for the youth season, they were gonna they were gonna sit in it. Yeah, and uh, I told him that there was some wasp in it, and that he should bring some, you know, raid or something like that. He calls me up. He's like, "Yeah, we didn't sit in the blind." One can wasn't enough. Oh, no. Like, what? What are you talking about? One can raid wasn't enough to clean out the blind? And then, so I'm like, all right, all right, Dad, I'll go down there and spray it. Sure enough, I go down there. I, I only bring one can. I open up the door, and about half of the inside of the door is layered with wasp. Oh, my gosh. Just, ah, no. <laughs> I burned through the can. I didn't even kill half of them. Did you run away? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yep. And I'm just like, yeah, one can's not enough. Oh. One can is not enough. Yeah, it took four more cans of wasp oh killer to clean them all out. Figure that out so I can get in there. And then last year, there was a softball-sized bee nest in there. Oh, my goodness. So I need to seal it up much better. <laughs> but Oh, hunter problems, huh? Yeah. Problems. Yeah, yeah. But at least we don't have the issue of, you know, mice or anything like that or other critters building homes in it so yeah thank you for the wild turkey guys 
Yeah, well, I had to <laughs> had to loosen you up a little bit that way you chit chat with me. I was so nervous. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Again, the first time I was doing like I don't know how many minutes I edited out because I was like, uh, but uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah. So. I mean, you talk about flowers i could talk about flowers. you know what oh, that is God. you know what we might as well do a plug for your flower business because oh. yeah it's gonna be a busy summer i'm gonna be practicing yes so so you started your own flower business yes and how okay so let's back up a little bit so you start a flower business so you're gonna be selling at like the farmer markets and Yep. So the business is a cut flower farm. So I have 1,200 gladiola. Like your <laughs> listeners are going to be like, what is a gladiola? What is she talking about? But yeah, um, I have a lot of flowers that I'm going to plant this year and yeah. harvest and sell at the Interlock and Farmer's Market and um, have a little roadside stand. So yeah, it's going to be a busy summer, um, but yeah. my little boy is going to help out. And, um, and I'm sure mom's going to help out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, mom is a wonderful. Yeah, I bet she's super excited about it. She is. Has she gone down to check down your plants? Oh, she was down there today on her hands and knees. She's wonderful. She's, <laughs> 60, she's 64 this year. She's down on her hands and knees. I love her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't stop her. No, no. She's she's one of those tough ones that like, like how many times has she like hurt herself tremendously and just like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. Just keeps going. For sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, even a heart condition barely slowed her down. Yeah, barely. <laughs> yeah, pneumonia. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. She she had pneumonia and she was still trying to work. Yes, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so and then, so you had, how many plants do you have going right now? Oh, um, well, it's going to be thousands, but <laughs> like sunflowers and yeah, the glads. Um, and snapdragons I have started in the basement. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, a lot of work, but it's good. Um, it's in the middle of, well, the end of winter when you start all these seeds inside and then they start growing and they give you something to look forward to for sure. And then how many of the plants do you have to replant every year? Is it almost all of them or are you able to keep the plants going essentially and Depends on what you want to do. Some are just perennial and they'll stay in the ground and produce year after year. Right. Um, some things they'll it's one and done. Um, so it just just it depends on the road you want to travel down, how much time you have. Gotcha. Yeah. So thank you for mentioning it. It's on my mind. Like you um, mentioned a few months ago that you think about hunting every single day, and since I started this little flower thought in my head, every single day that's what I think about. Yep. Is to the point where she listens to podcasts oh, about on flowers. On my commute, yeah. yeah. How many hours of podcasts of flowers do you listen to a day? Um, I would say a, a good hour and a half. There you go. I have a long commute. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. So, yeah, she she's into it in the flowers as much as it is the hunting. <laughs> yeah. But, all right, so we have certainly ran this through a little bit longer than I wanted to. A lot of editing, Ty. Oh, no, no. This is probably one of the least that I'll have to do for editing. Okay. 
Like usually it's like dead there and no. <laughs> but uh so turkey hunting in the morning. Yeah, we're going turkey hunting in the morning. Hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed that birds uh show up and want to play and at least if nothing else we can hear them talking at least and and then uh maybe i can convince you to do a a a closer for this and hopefully we're successful and we can talk about the hunt itself yeah yeah for sure and we may not run quite as long or get nearly as distracted this time so yeah (laughs) well like what calls are we gonna do tomorrow though Oh, what calls? I know. I do a cluck call with my like with no instruments. Just you can do it without without a. I'm not gonna do it out here though, cause they'll be loud and annoying. Oh no, no, no! I can, I can, I can adjust it. Let's hear it. <laughs> I can't do it. No. Okay. All right. All right. You sure? You want to try? Okay, one more, one more step, and then. I'm okay. There you go. All right. No, I can't because I'm smiling. <laughs> All right. Yep. 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 Can't do a call smiling. So, okay. all right. So, we'll conclude this mm-hmm. and then hopefully we can report back tomorrow. Sounds good. With a, a good hunt story. Yeah. All right. All right. Back again. I'm actually coming back to you solo now. Uh, unfortunately, due to, to some time restraints, uh, my sister Ashley wasn't able to um, kind of stick around for the uh, post-hunt, I guess, interview. Um, so I'll just give you the update here. So unfortunately, we didn't have any success. Uh, I just did a, a poor job of getting her in the right place. Um, we actually didn't hear any turkeys or even see any throughout the, the entire morning. Just the spots on the state land that I have found, the birds just weren't there. You know, I'm not sure if they've completely moved to a different area or, or what's up. Um, they were historically there in the spots I have found, um, but they've apparently moved on. Um, but um, once we got back to the house, you know, we did have a little bit of fun. Uh, she uh, brought her bow out and we did a little bit of shooting. Um, my wife actually uh, pulled her uh, bow off the shelf and did a little bit of shooting herself as well. So... Um, we did have a little bit of fun with that. I uh, worked with uh, my sister on some of her um, technique with her shooting. Gotten her a little bit consistent again. Uh, she's, you know, again, um, fairly new to getting back into archery. And so he's just giving her a little bit of tips to help her um, with her practice and whatnot. And that'll be something that we will um, have her come back over for. Um, you know, just doing some of the tuning with her and um, just just basically practicing as a group as you know as a family basically it uh is a little bit more fun um you know when when they're involved yeah even for me to be able to work with them on their archery and whatnot so so we'll be working on that um hopefully in the future have her over more often to be able to shoot and whatnot and then when it comes to the turkey hunt we still have plenty of season left over so I'm gonna be getting after it, trying to find some new spots for us to hunt. You know, we certainly do have um, a couple of private land areas that we could try. Um, they're just a little bit smaller, you know, parcels, so uh, our options are a little bit limited on being able to, you know, go after the turkeys. So, but we do have two spots that we can also try. Um, one again has historically been a, you know, an area where the turkeys 
you know, don't really roost on the property, but um, they certainly utilize it um, being, you know, the farm with the bigger fields and whatnot as a place to feed and for those times to do their strut zones and whatnot. So that we will also be exploring those, um, seeing if we can, you know, capitalize and get her her first turkey for the year. So, and I have, and I really just have to close, uh, give my sister a big thanks for coming on and putting herself out there for you all to hear. Um, I know that she was certainly quite nervous about the whole idea, um, but I think I was able to op- open her up and get her to uh, tell a couple of good stories. And uh, I'm sure um, she'll be uh, a reoccurring guest here um, as we go out through the year. And again, the big uh, goal for the year is to get her her very first deer. So that is be, or that will be one thing that I hope that you are able to tune into. And once she does capitalize and harvest her first deer, that you'll be able to celebrate along with us. So that's it for the week. Uh, I hope you enjoyed a couple of stories and whatnot. Um, and, if, and if you've had the opportunity to get out and harvest a turkey, congratulations. And if not, if you're in the same boat as us, there's still plenty of time. And don't give up and get out there.